You are listening to the JTMR podcast. Visit our website at www.jesustomyrescue.com for free sermons, articles, ebooks, Bible study tools, Bible quizzes, and lots more. We share the gospel of Jesus to the world. Good day, listener. My name is Jakub van Us, the founder and managing director of Jesus to My Rescue Ministries. Today, I am talking to you about victory. We just started with a new year, 2024, which is why I thought that talking about victory now would be a good idea. Let me start by telling you that it is God's will for you to live victoriously in this new year. And believe me, you can do that. You can live without hopelessness, fear, and utter frustration in 2024. If we are committed to Christ and confident of all His promises to us, then we can achieve that. To live in victory, we need to follow God's plan for us because as a Christian, we should know that each day is really about living in a relationship with the living Savior. People around the world do some really strange things in the hope that good things will come their way in the new year. Now, I did a little bit of research, did some reading, and uh, one story on a specific block stood out for me. In America, listen to this, a lot of people eat black-eyed peas and greens on New Year's Day in an attempt to ensure a year of health and wealth. (laughs) Now, isn't that interesting? If only it was that simple. I then read some of the comments on this story that this guy posted. This one guy asked the author of the post the following question. You seem to be doing fine, but you have some health problems and you are not financially independent. So why do you keep following this practice every year just before New Year's Day? And the person answered this. Yes, that is true, but just think how bad things would have been if I didn't eat black-eyed peas and greens on New Year's Day, every year. (laughs) All right, well, I'm sure that you would, if you would go on Google and you would search what people do to become victorious in the new year, you would spend a lot of time laughing. This is absolutely hilarious. My fellow brothers and sisters in Christ, what can we do as we face an uncertain future and We do face an uncertain future right now in this world, in every single country. There is, of course, the Ukraine-Russia war, the Israel-Palestine war, both which can very easily lead to World War III. Then, of course, there's the various natural disasters like great earthquakes, floods, and powerful bursts of energy from the sun. And to this, the fact that we all face trials and problems on a personal level, of course, that can suddenly bring sorrow, pain, and even death to the families. I'm not, I really am not trying to discourage you today, but we might as well admit that we live in a dangerous world and that things are not going to get better. I want you to look with me at a man who faced crisis after crisis and yet found the inner strength and peace to rejoice in every single situation. 
he was able to carry on this way because of his unique relationship with the Lord. So let's, re- get, let's just get a grip on some truths today that can help us make this new year our best year of service for our Lord. Let us rather make use of what God has given us than eating peas and green vegetables in hoping that our year is going to be filled with great stuff. Let's just read together through 2 Corinthians 1 from verse 1 to 11. I'm going to do a lot of reading from the Bible today. Um, but it's very important that you that you that you really listen carefully because the scripture that I'm giving you, well, it's really important. All right, so two Corinthians one from verse one to eleven. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God, and Timothy, our brother, to the church of God which is at Corinth, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our tribulation, that we may be able to comfort those who are in any trouble with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. For as the sufferings of Christ abound in us, so our consolation also abounds through Christ. Now if we are afflicted, it is for your consolation and salvation, which is effective for enduring the same sufferings which we also suffer. Or if we are comforted, it is for your consolation and salvation. And I hope for you is steadfast, because we know that as you are partakers of the sufferings, so also you will partake of the consolation. For we do not want you to be ignorant, brethren, of our trouble which came to us in Asia, that we are that we were burdened beyond measure, above strength, so that we despaired even of life. Yes, we had the sentence of death in ourselves, that we should not trust in ourselves, but in God who raises the dead. And then verse 10, who delivered us from so great a death, and does deliver us, in whom we trust that he will still deliver us. You also helping together in prayer for us, that thanks may be given by many persons on our behalf for the gift granted to us through many. Now in this text, you will note that Paul deals with the subject of suffering. And certainly he knew all about the subject personally and frequently. So exactly how did Paul continue victoriously through every hardship? In viewing this, we can learn how we too can face the future with assurance and peace. Now, there are several things we need in our lives to ensure a great and victorious 2024. Let's discuss them, and I'm going to give them through four points. Point number one, we must have salvation. Paul relates how he has been going through a great deal of suffering, and it is apparent that the previous year had not been an easy one for him either. But note that he has not lost any hope of salvation. Why? 
He is confident because salvation is not dependent on the conditions under which we live. You see, Paul had something that the world could not take from him because the world had not given it to him. Do you have the assurance of salvation? You can, and certainly God wants you to be saved and to be assured that you are kept in his hand of security. Once we know that we have redemption through Christ, we can face the new year with assurance. Our salvation is made sure because it is anchored in Christ. And he is at the right hand of God the Father. Now let's read Romans 8 verse 28 to 39. And we know that all things work together for the good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose, for whom he foreknew, he also predestined to become formed to the image of his Son, that he might be the firstborn amongst many brethren. Moreover, whom he predestined, these he also called. Whom he called, thee, these he also justified. And whom he justified, these he also glorified. What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Who shall bring a charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies. Who is he who condemns? It is Christ who died and furthermore is also risen, who is even at the right hand of God, who also makes intercession for us. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation, or distress, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or peril, or sword? It is written, and this is verse 56, For your sake we are killed all day long. We are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. Yet in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor death, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, praise God. My brothers and sisters in Christ, clearly, the Lord means for us to live, live in assurance of these four things. His presence, His power, His plan, and His permanence. Listen carefully now. Nothing. Listen carefully. Take it in, brother and sister. Nothing. Absolutely nothing can separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Wow! Now let's read Philippians 4, verse 4 to 13. Now in this piece, we discover that the peace of God 
is ours. A peace which goes beyond understanding. And furthermore, the God of peace himself is with us. Let's read it together. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to all men. The Lord is at hand. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. The things which you learned and received and heard and saw in me, these do, and the God of peace will be with you. But I rejoiced in the Lord greatly that now at last you care for me as flourished again, though you surely did care, but you lacked opportunity. Not that I speak in regard to need, for I have learned in whatever state I am to be content. I know how to be abased, and I know how to to abound. Everywhere and in all things I have learned both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And that is, of course, verse 13. I say it again. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Now, in the first week of January, I read an article on the news, um, on on the news website, of a family who had lost everything in a fire. And um, indeed, the home and, you know, all their personal belongings burnt to the ground. It's terrible. It really is absolutely terrible. You know, it is hard for any of us to just imagine how that must feel. Only someone who has experienced it can, can truly grasp it. Yet that that family had not lost everything. They did not lose everything. The dad and mum were saved. And the two small children were saved. And they were unharmed. And most important, they had something that a fire can't burn. A storm can't blow away. A thief cannot steal. And time cannot erode. They had Jesus Christ. And this is exactly what the parents of this family told the media. As a Christian, you can live with certainty that your salvation is secure in Christ. If you have never trusted Christ as your Lord and Savior, you can do this today. All right, let's go to number two. We must have determination. To live well in this new year in 2024, we must keep, you know, you and I, we both must keep our God-given responsibilities in the forefront of our minds and hearts. Doing this will assist us in helping us concentrate on the positives rather than focusing on the negatives of life. 
You see, when we are walking with Jesus, doing his will and bringing him glory, a peace surrounds us that life cannot steal from us. Paul faced very difficult periods in his life. Um, even before writing this very letter that we read now, from which, um, of course, we, we read in Philippians and we read in Corinthians. Yet in the midst of all his troubles, he writes with confidence and determination. He did so because he had been walking with Jesus. Doing God's will help us look at the needs of others rather than focusing on our own trials and troubles. You know, there's a story of a man who committed suicide. His financial books were in good order and so was the rest of his life. He left a note that read in part, Not a word of encouragement in 30 years. I'm fed up. This is a true story. Apparently he gave up because he had not a single encourager in his life. Somebody is waiting for you, my brother and sister, to share an encouraging word. Think about all the trials Paul faced. Yet, even in writing to Corinthians, he was writing to encourage others. If we get our minds off ourselves and concentrate on God's goodness and the needs of others, we can avoid the blues that pull so many Christians into defeat. When we get our minds on our Lord, our family and others, we can, we can live with confidence in every situation. This is a commitment we, commitment we need to make if we expect to give our best and live our best in 2024. Number three, we must have appreciation. Paul speaks of the God of all comfort and uses the word parakletos, which means the God who stands beside us. Paul rejoiced in every situation because he had an appreciation of the presence of God in his life. William Barclay reminds us that between verses 3 and 7 in our text today, the noun comfort, or the verb to comfort, occurs nine times. Dear Christian, an appreciation of all that God has done or is doing, and has promised to do, can lead us to victorious living, no matter what the new year holds for us. With appreciation of God's comfort and presence comes adoration, worship, and praise. When we lift up our hearts in gladness, we overcome the drag that can come about through hardship. We have the comfort of our Lord with us all the time. Let me say that again. We have the comfort of our Lord with us at all times. What a peace this brings to the heart of the child of God. No matter what the new year holds, God will be with us. That alone gives us cause to rejoice. I can live without fear in the new year because I am blessed by the comforting presence of my Lord, as David said. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not 
want. David goes even further when he writes of the valley of the shadow of death. Of course, this is in Psalm 23. No one desires to go through the valley of life, but appreciating the truth of his love for us means we can go through the valley of the shadow of death with a divine peace. It is in the valleys that we learn the meaning of David's, David's words. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, he is with me. Yes, we have a friend closer than a brother. Our Lord is with us and is touched with the sorrows and hardships we face. Hallelujah. Number four, the last one. We must have dedication. Many people make New Year's resolutions, but they, they, never, they hardly ever keep them. In fact, I must still find someone that made resolutions that actually kept them. And I'm talking specifically making them, you know, on the 31st of December. You know, that diet you committed to last year only lasted a few weeks or maybe a few days or perhaps only a few hours for some. It is strange, but a New Year's resolution can feel like a cement block tied around your neck. Most resolutions don't last more than three weeks into the New Year. This is actual statistics. It's, it's, it's real. As Christians, we don't need to make a resolution for the New Year. But rather, we must have a new dedication to keep our commitments to God each day as a believer. Make this commitment to live all year in total dependence and commitment to Jesus. Think carefully about what this means. It means that we place all we are, all we have, and all we hope to be at His feet. We cast our cares upon Him, just as He told us to do in 1 Peter 5 verse 7. This requires that we make up our minds to trust Him through every single thing. And we can do that because He has promised to never leave or forsake us. Hallelujah, praise the Lord. I read a poem the other day, which I would now like to share with you. Life is a book in volumes three, the past, the present, and the yet to be. The first is written and laid away. The second we are writing every day. The next and last of these volumes three is hidden from sight. God holds the key. If I live, God is with me. If I die, I am with God. I was not born to lose. I am born again to win. And even in my daily life, I will win as I am fully submitted to the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. Let me end with this. A man was working on a building one night when he slipped and he fell, but he was able to hold onto a concrete lip on the building with the tips of his fingers. And he cried out for help. But, you know, with all the noise of the equipment, nobody heard him. And finally, in a total exhaustion, he, you know, he let go and he plunged six inches 
to a ledge that he did not realize was just below him. The man was only six inches from peace, and yet he was holding on in dreadful fear of falling to his death. Are you living as if you are holding on in life by just your fingertips? There is no need for that, my brother and sister. Just let go. God is there and you can live in peace. You may say, Yaku, you don't know what I'm going through. No, I don't. But I know he is with us as believers. I know he will never fail us. And I know that he knows what we are going through. If we do these things, we can and will have victory in 2024. Let's close our eyes. Lord Jesus Christ, thank you for the opportunity to share this message today. Lord, we thank you for being with us now and that you will be with us every day that is still to come as you have been with us even in our past. We put our hope, faith and trust in you, Lord, for whatever it is that we might face in 2024. Thank you, Jesus, that we know that no matter what we might face, we will find victory through you. Thank you, Jesus, for this victory. We pray this in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. And here, I want to repeat this. I want to end with this because I absolutely love this. If I live, God is with me. If I die, I am with God. I was not born to lose. I am born again to win. I am victorious. Thank you for listening to this JTMR podcast brought to you by Jesus to My Rescue Ministries and Outreach. Visit our website at www.jesustomyrescue.com for more great content that will help you grow in your relationship with our Lord Jesus Christ. If you need prayer, send us a WhatsApp to plus two seven double six four six eight three six three five. Alternatively, send us an email to support at jesustomyrescue.com. You can also find us on most social media accounts such as Facebook, Twitter, TikTok and many others. Just search for Jesus to My Rescue. God bless you. Bye-bye.